Welcome to Working Matters. I'm Claudia Rempel. And I'm Carl Edwards. Join the conversation on the web at boldenterprises.com. Awkward communication. Claudia, Claudia. I know. I am I am an awkward communicator myself, Well, Carl. that's not why I said your yeah. name, but yes, we all... You were thinking we that. all... Yeah. Ooh, this is awkward. But boy, you're trying to get things done at work. Even if you work together well, for the most part, a lot of things are just awkward. It's a lot of them are just awkward by definition. Someone doesn't do as good a job as you would have liked. And, you know, they're a good employee overall. It's just awkward to bring it up, but you need to. Someone's late. Oh, you don't want to make a big deal all the time, but you need to address it so it doesn't become a habit. And, you know, other forms of communication are awkward, but maybe less significant. You know, we have our favorite, the smell of popcorn <laughs> communication. Right, the smell of popcorn. Now that affects other people. It really does. If you so. uh, put some microwave popcorn in the microwave, and you let it there are to you? burn, people will get upset. Are you allowed to talk about it? Or are you, do you, do you? As a matter of fact, some people chose to ban popcorn from the building. They just make a rule. Who needs yeah. to talk about it? There you go. Hence our problem is instead of making progress in our relationships and work, when we do communicate, it exasperates the problem and they end up unwinding or falling apart or getting worse. That's right. And so today in our series about awkward communication, we'll be talking about kind of like the doozy of them all, the time bomb, right? Nobody wants to be at the receiving end of somebody screaming the, you know, their head off at you. Exactly. And the great irony about this person, these time bombs that blow up, is you know, there's usually days and weeks that go by where this stuff is slowly building in them. This is not their initial reaction to something is to explode. There are those people in the world, but that's not who we're talking about this week. We're talking about the otherwise nice person who actually thinks they're being nice by not communicating, by not letting, for example, the employee who's late know that it's important, given their job duties, to be there on time, or not letting the employee whose quality is suffering know that given what needs to come out of their office, that it's not acceptable. And so... Because that's awkward and they don't want to communicate too much, they think they're being nice by not bringing it up. But then it builds inside of them, huh? Well, then we get this horrible experience when it's finally too much. It's finally this this final straw broke the camel's proverbial back and they're all over the person. And then it doesn't work at all, does it? It doesn't. I mean, and if you've ever just been working on a project and you had a boss or another coworker who didn't say anything about the way you were doing it all along, all of a sudden they just go insane near the deadline that it's done wrong. That's like saying you were doing it right all along and then saying, do it over. Exactly. That you, you hit the nail on the head by not giving a person negative or difficult or constructive feedback early on. You are, whether you're using words or not, you are giving them positive feedback. You are saying it's okay. So this other person is actually having the experience you just described. They just went through six months of working on a project thinking that you were just fine with everything. So that when you not only are not fine with it, but exploding about it, you've got to realize what an incredible surprise that comes to the other person as. I mean, they're astonished. They're shocked. They can't even hear the content, the true substance of what you're saying. 
because they're so surprised that they went, everything went from being perfectly fine, consistently fine, to not disastrous or whatever you're communicating your explosion. So it doesn't work. If you're an exploder, if you think you're being kind by putting it off, it doesn't work. Because what you're communicating to the person is that you're perfectly content with whatever they're doing. So you're always communicating. You're always communicating. So silence is communicating. It's okay. So, and then what goes on in you, in this person, is the buildup. If they're the angry type, they explode in anger. If they are the hurt type, they might break down and start sobbing. And you just, what happened? Everybody's shocked. And then it further doesn't work because then the exploder is then surprised. Let's say it's a feedback about work quality. There is a problem with the quality. So they're thinking, why are they not receiving? And they make it the other person's problem for not being able to hear. And we don't realize, well, the reason they can't hear is that they're so shocked that this is happening. Does that make sense? Yeah. It kind of compounds. Mm-hmm. You sort of have this style of communicating, which is basically, I just kind of let things go until, I don't know, I notice them or I'm more aware of them. I mean, some of it might be just sort of a letting things go because you're busy doing other things. You know, it could be a management decision that you haven't made that's not the smartest idea. Or it could be, you know, that just sort of what you were saying, the, oh, maybe she'll get it right next time. Or I don't want to say anything because I don't want him to think I'm kind of taking over the project. Or, oh, maybe I shouldn't say anything because they're doing it and it's okay. It's not the way I would do it, but, you know. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So then it gets to a point where it's unmanageable. How do you become a person who's still sort of a direct communicator, but not (laughs) this time bomb? Excellent question. So we want to do two things. One, we want to hear what we already said, that the other form doesn't work very well. So two, so that doesn't work. So your waiting doesn't work. So even if you think you're being nice, even if you think you're too busy to communicate, first thing you got to come to terms with is nothing good is going to happen by waiting. That's number one. The other thing is we need to start asking questions about why we're avoiding this conversation. Because since it doesn't work, the reason that we think we're avoiding it probably isn't as valid as we think. So, for example, you, gave, you just went through some great examples that you just described. And what you were doing in all those examples is when you took on that role, you had both sides of the conversation in your own head. Mm-hmm. That's true. They might take it poorly. So you're anticipating their response and then you're saying, okay, well, they might respond that way because they're having a hard time at home, so I won't bring it up. And anytime you catch yourself doing that, having both parts of the conversation, that's a clue that let the other person have their side of the relationship. There's other ways to be sensitive to people's feelings, to what's going on at home, to how busy their workload is. You know, got a big pile on their desk to ask someone to do something again is difficult. But to not bring it up is worse. So that's the second thing we're trying to do is we're trying to catch what we're doing. And what we're usually doing is we're avoiding something ourselves because we're trying to anticipate, we're making up how they're going to respond. And then we're going to, then we don't want to be there for that. Either we don't want to be there for that or we think we're saving them from those bad feelings. And so that you can't do. You got to let other people do their side of the relationship. You know, that's a hard thing. This is our learning edge, and that's what we're doing here on Working Matters. And with this podcast is, you know, this is for people who are willing to look at themselves. And that's hard to do. It's hard to say, I might be avoiding something. So, you know, we're not saying accuse ourselves, but we're saying ask questions. Why am I avoiding this? That'll lend some things. 
lend some insight into what you might be avoiding, and then it'll make it easier just to talk about. But it still is going to be awkward, because this is awkward communication. What's well, the alternative? We, yeah. Yeah, let's close with an alternative or two. Well, without beating this horse too hard, what we want to do is have conversations as soon as possible, you know, right away, when it comes up, when it's relevant. Um, not to talk down about our, our fellow employees, but to use the example of a child. You know, with a child, we know because they don't have an attention span that unless you give them the feedback right after their behavior, it's not going to do any good. Because if you wait until dad gets home, you know, by that time, the whole crime is out of their mind. I mean, they just have no association with it whatsoever. Well, that's not true of adults. We still do. We can retain things over time. But the, the effect's still the same. The importance is gone if you put it off. So the alternative is to find a kind way, a direct way, a non-emotional way. It doesn't talk about the person. It doesn't talk about yourself. It just talks about the action, the behavior that didn't work or that wasn't adequate or that needs to change or that bothers you. Um, you know, if the music's too loud, take a chance on what their response will be. I'll bet money their response will not nearly be as bad as it will be if you wait six months and then scream at them about their music. Their music. They're being late. Exactly. So the key is really here, when the topic is the topic, communicate about the topic. Exactly. The whole point of doing it right away is, is not the advice to everybody. Again, this is an ideal communication. This week we're talking to the person who tends to avoid confrontation, who's putting it off, who doesn't want to see something happen. When you catch yourself doing that, your alternative is, that's your clue, to just go ahead and bring it up now. You need to bring it up now. Next week when we talk about the intimidator, they need to be able to put things off. They need to find another time. But if you're an avoider and it's building up in you, you need to do it now. Well, I look forward to next week to another uh, super great person to work with, the Intimidator. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hope you'll join us uh, as always around the web at boldenterprises.com. We'll see you next time. This podcast is a Bold Enterprises production.